0: Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin. I'm Shane. And today uh, we are on site at the Paranormal Cryptozoology and Paranormal Museum of Littleton, North Carolina. It's our first on site uh, show in a uh, really ever. Yeah. We're very excited. We have the proprietor or the curator, I would guess, of the museum, uh, Steve Barcelo. Originally from Long Island, New York, and now living in Littleton, Colorado. Littleton,
1: <laughs> Littleton North, Carolina, North Carolina. Where are we
0: today? <laughs> uh, and he has been here for uh, 10 years, and uh, we're excited to have you on the show today. Steve, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm happy to have you guys here. Yeah, this is great. We're excited to be here.
0: Yeah, so we, we are sitting in what is, uh, originally you were in a house sort of down the street a little bit. How long have you been in your new location here We've at the had museum?
1: had the keys for this place for almost nine months, but we weren't actively here because it was just a dormant building. So, and you can, like I should give you the nickel tour, there's still major rooms. But we went from 250 square feet to 3,700. So wow. we can do a lot here. We have a whole nother room, you know, but, and yeah. of course I got you guys crammed in my little office. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: yeah, and before we talk about this building and some of the, the haunting and, and paranormal stuff that actually happens right here in the museum, let's back up and say, when you came here 10 years ago, did you come to start a... A a paranormal and cryptozoology museum?
1: No, actually, I used to be a journalist in New York Daily News, and I was escaping New York high taxes, tolls, and the dying newspaper business. And I looked all over. And uh, one of the things I liked about Littleton— uh, we're three hundred and seventy-eight feet above sea level. After dealing with Hurricane Sandy oh, yeah. in Long Island, I was done. You were done with <laughs> sea level, yeah, right? Right. You know, yeah. and uh,
0: watch and, out for global warming because it might <laughs> it still it, might. Get, this yeah. might be the coast here in a yeah, little bit. Yeah,
1: exactly. We flood here; the all East Coast is screwed. Yeah. Uh, and then Ed, buying that big old house for fifty-two thousand. Holy you know, cow! Three-story house. I mean, compared to where I'm coming from for Long Island, I mean, you can't buy anything for fifty-two thousand. Yeah. This you know mansion, basically old, needed a lot of work. Uh, the old place actually has an underground stream in the basement, a hidden room in the second floor. It's a crazy old thing. Anyway, we buy it. I pay cash just because I, you know, take money out of my pension. It was so cheap. And uh, I'm still working up north going back and forth. I hire these contractors to work on the house, and they start having issues seeing shadow people, tools are moving. in, in, and
0: you, in the place, this, this is where the museum used to be located? Right house, we still get it. So you lived there. That house, or did you just buy it and then just use a portion of it for the museum?
1: Yeah, the museum was literally just the front rooms, front literally room, literally just two hundred fifty square feet. Okay, my wife was thrilled when I got this place to get out. So I <laughs> actually have a house. Not to mention, there's a whole creep thing too. Even though the house is weird, it's even creepier to have strangers wandering in your house. Yeah, and even though right. things kind of blocked off, uh, people still wander in the back sometimes, yeah. and that's kind of not cool. And uh, so you
0: had contractors when you were working on your house. Mm-hmm. Start to experience shadow people and other paranormal things. Yeah. And you got a stream, an under a stream underneath the house,
1: yeah, an artesian well, yeah.
0: And then, a, and then a hidden. Tell me about the hidden room. Well, what the hidden that? room
1: we found pretty early. I had an engineer up there looking at the house, and we're up on the second floor. And uh, like I said, it's an old crazy place. It used to be a boarding house. So every uh-huh. bedroom has plumbing for a sink. A lot of closets. You can see it was built at least eighteen fifties. So we don't know the exact date. We have maps showing it then, and it actually was spun too at one point. Uh, but basically, uh, we're trying to figure things out there. So it was built before electricity was in the house. Uh The plumbing would have been outside. So a lot of things were retrofit over the years. And uh, we're in a closet that's all behind the wet wall on mm. the bathroom upstairs, and we see this hatchway. He goes, "What is that?" I go, "How, how do I know?" I saw my <laughs> house. i been looking at it. <laughs> and then we actually open the thing up. We look in there, and there's an eleven by eleven room oh. hidden behind it. And most of the flooring was lifted because you can see where they put the knob and tube and stuff in. Mm. And I guess they did some work in there. Uh, we found uh, an old chamber pot in there, mm. uh, some ch- children's toys. Did the did the underground oh, yeah. railroad come through?
0: This no, area, I don't
1: believe that. We were, we were on the old stagecoach road. Mm. I mean, okay. that's literally what the house used to face. So, I mean, it's you know, actually, we were told it was a bordello at one point.
2: Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's uh, more fun. So I, mean,
1: I, the, I was told that room possibly was a room where a child might have been kept. Yeah. And back in the day, when you had a handicapped child, you kind of hit them. Exactly, you didn't embrace them like we do now, or yeah. put them in office. You know, right? right. Wild, yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, so then, so you do that? Did you open up the museum right away, or did, was it no, was it the no. paranormal stuff happening in your house? Yep. No, that led you.
1: I had no intention of a museum. I mean, I was into uh, the paranormal. I've done a few documentaries working for the New York Daily News. I did a, a paranormal piece on the Shanley Hotel, and I did a piece on the Jersey Devil. And, but uh-huh. it was you know here and there. I mean, right? I, I, I did real news. I was doing celebrity in the Hamptons and crime and. The boring stuff, you get stuck doing the courts and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, which nothing ever seems to happen. <laughs> right. and, uh, but, yeah, I came down, I had an interest in this, but it's, you know, I had an interest in a lot of things. I mean, right. you no know, one in the right mind's going to say, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go buy a house in the middle of nowhere in a town of 600 and some people and create a cryptozoology paranormal museum. It just kind of, it, it just happened.
0: When, when did you move here when you first started realizing that this area in particular,
1: the state park down the street, is a hotbed for... Bigfoot sightings. Well, once we start doing the paranormal stuff, taking advantage of that, and right up the road from my house is Persons Ordinary. It's the old stagecoach stop, which is licensed by King George II, 1739. So we got this really cool history here. Mm-hmm. And you got Halifax down the road, which is the Halifax Resolve. And supposedly that was moved down the stagecoach road uh, to. Uh, Uh, to be kept away from the English and stuff. So there's all this, you know, really cool stuff that's going on here. So we kind of took advantage of the history, kind of like Gettysburg, mixing the history with the paranormal stuff. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, besides other ghost stories coming in, I, people started telling me about the Bigfoot sightings. I said, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? There's Bigfoot sightings here. And, you know, so I could, I took it with a grain of salt. And I'm from Long Island, New York. I mean, you know, we right. you guys, are, God, if you've been there, I mean, there's no Bigfoot there. I mean, right. we, we're excited to see squirrels. And things <laughs> sure. Like that. So, but anyway... Uh, You're I not did far from
0: Montauk, though. Montauk is kind of a hotbed for paranormal stuff. Yeah, stuffy. well, you got,
1: you got the uh, Manhattan Project, the yep. Brookhaven yeah. National Lab. I worked at Brookhaven for a while. And oh, then you uh, got Plum Island all the way out the end. Sure. And then you've got the uh, Camp Hero. Where they Camp said, like, Hero, so right. You've got, like, the uh, the three crazy things going on in a row there, right? right. All at the end of the island, so. Yeah. It's yeah. Quite, uh, but, you know.
0: So you started hearing Bigfoot stories right in your backyard, basically. Literally. Yeah.
1: Literally. And uh, so it was folks from the P- Pony tribe down the road. Some of them came up and spoke to me. Actually, mm. this woman's son who was in his mid-40s or late-40s at the time who retired military told me I'd seen a blue-eyed Bigfoot down on the, one of the roads. Then eventually mm. his mom came up, and she started telling me family stories, and she's an elder, and uh, so, but even just local folks. And then once we – the thing that really got us news was this woman who lived a block behind me had a sighting. I think it was April the 8th, 2016, uh, Tiffany Merrill, and she saw this thing in her crossing through her backyard at like 5 o'clock in the morning. She was on the phone with her mother at the time. Freaks out. Her mom says, call Steve. He knows about these things. And she didn't know me from Adam. Her mom calls me. <laughs> I mean, the journalist in me comes out. I go running over there with a pad and a camera to go interview her. And she's pacing back and forth in the front yard. And basically, I get the information from her. I kind of post a story, local newspaper. I you know, They kind of knew me from being a journalist coming down from mm-hmm. North. Uh, came over and kind of did a story on it, and that brought the News and Observer in, and they called us a big hairy hit and just kind of picking on us, and that brought uh, CBS and CBS came and did a really nice piece which went national. That brought an MTV and Travel Channel, and having MTV was kind of surprised me too that they wow oh, yeah did a piece. They're coming down here anyway because that was around that election where. The bathroom bill and oh, yeah, sure, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. All that right, politics right. Was going on, I'm still looking for something fun to do, yeah. And they, you know, my you can see my political science says Bigfoot says vote for Steve <laughs> Barso. <Barcelos." laughs> yeah. Got a kick that I was running for office, and uh, but
0: yeah, so I this mean, woman that saw the Bigfoot, she was she was obviously an excited utterance, which is sort of you know, is a credible type of uh yeah. report. Still, when you when you interviewed her, she was still just kind of freaked out about oh, yeah, it. She
1: was so horrified, her and her boyfriend moved away week two. Whoa.
0: So what did what do you remember what she described to you was it just sort a of a large
1: t- hairy creature moving quickly through the woods rough and she couldn't tell me exactly the height she knew it was big so actually I went into the woods and had her go back in the house and the house is roughly three foot off the ground in the back of the other property of yeah. pitches hmm. here. And uh, when she went in the house, she really freaked out seeing how small I looked. standing. Oh, really? She saw this so thing. when you,
0: she saw you, she realized you're probably six feet-ish.
1: Yeah, I'm shy, but yeah. Yeah,
0: but so then it was significantly taller. Oh, yeah, than it was you a, were...
1: had, had me by three foot easy. Oh, And this thing was covered with hair. Because I'm going, like, could it have been the guy in a ghillie suit? Sure, I mean, yeah. bears do walk on two feet for short periods. Yeah. I mean, they have a baby walk. But, you know, I was trying to feel her out. And we could see some broken branches. I couldn't find any hair. And the leaf litter was so deep, it's like a jungle back here. It's very tropical. And uh, so I couldn't really uh, find anything that, you know, we found footfalls, and they were, the distance was huge. It was like six, six and a half feet. So, I mean, this thing was moving quickly, so you figure yeah. something possibly. She said it wasn't running. It was moving quickly, but still, if you move quickly, you get a bigger stance. Well, sure, if you're nine sure. foot
0: tall, you're, yeah. Yeah. your gait is huge, right? So, yeah.
1: But she claims it came back again. So, her boyfriend, they saw her eyes shine out the window. At oh, this no. point, they had lights. It's a house they rent. There were lights in the back, but they weren't working. The bulbs were just burnt out. So mm-hmm. she they put bulbs in these motion detector light out there. At one point, they heard noise and they could see eyes shine in the woods. They ended up screaming at oh, it and stuff yeah. like that. And she was, I guess, they're getting ready to move at that point. And she was cleaning out the refrigerator, so she had garbage on the porch. She didn't want to go all the way out to the backyard where the garbage cans are, you know. And she basically just left it on the porch, and her garbage was missing. So the next day she called me. We were walking around. I go, "What are we looking for?" She goes, "My garbage." Oh so yeah. So I'm thinking maybe a dog grabbed it. Right. And she's going, like, "My, you know, no one's trying to steal my credit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just, yeah, it was, but it was stuff out of the fridge and food right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Something just carried it off. Wow. Man. Man, was anybody
2: just waiting uh, right away to buy that house for cheap? Because what if it was just someone in a suit going, oh, "This is the best way to get these people off this
1: property." Yeah, no, actually, <laughs> yeah, the house is such a state. Of, you know, I would say terrible disrepair, but it's mm-hmm. just kind of a shock. You'll be able to see sure. it down there, wow. and uh, you know it's been fixed up a little bit since. But yeah. uh, it's yeah. not like anything. I mean, at the time, the homes like look at that big ass house I got for fifty two. I mean, yeah. the homes weren't going for much money. The towns kind of flipped now. Thanks to a lot of the Bigfoot stuff, believe it or not. Now wow. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah. School in, we Boy, that a the, the... in. We've got a brewery coming in. We've got a beef straw I mean, the town. I mean, we went from downtown being having nothing in it to being. I mean, you, you can try to buy a house now or sell your house. Yeah, You, yeah. you put a house in the market, sold in 24 hours. As That's matter of fact, the crazy. Real people are buying them. Man, wow. this,
0: this I mean, this is, I mean, this is a very Scooby-Doo-like plot where, like, the the land developer, yeah. Yeah. somehow but it's like the uh, usually he's trying to scare people away but, but i'm this the is idiot like... land developer because <laughs> i didn't
1: buy anything <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i, should, I like... bought a house cash and then sat there like a lump on a log I'm, I'm actually in the process of buying this place now so i'm buying at the high end yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. but i guess you
0: know that did, that has happened before like we were talking on the way up about mothman where like yep that became such an incredible story and you know movies were made about it that that it uh it really was a boon for the city, and they have you oh, know, sure. festival every year. Have you, do you guys, do a festival to you know? Yeah, we have one coming couple-
1: up April fifteenth. Now be we used to call it our Cryptocom, but everything with cryptozoology just confuses oh, people. Sure, yeah. And I've had problems when I post things online; they think it's cryptocurrency. So I'm sure. trying to get away, oh, even man. though that's the name of the museum. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get away from <laughs> calling the things that. So I'm calling this one the uh, Paranormal Bigfoot Festival. Kind of very simple and basic, you know, which I yeah. kind of hate, but it kind of explains it. Yeah. And we've actually gotten billboards on I-95 in the past for some of our festivals uh, from the Visitor Center being very gracious to give us some of the boards. But our problem is our name's so damn long. So it's Cryptozoology Paranormal Museum being held at the Lakeland Cultural Arts Center. I mean, that's <laughs> right. the billboard. I mean, you can't read it, you know. So you got, you got some Paracon works or something mm-hmm. simple like that, right. Bigfoot mm-hmm. Festival, whatever you're going to call it. Just keep it simple, put a big, Bigfoot up there, get people's attention, and hopefully, you know, yeah. you and it, read it.
0: Yeah kind of curious as a journalist who came into this, what what would you go into a normal story? I don't mean a paranormal story, mm-hmm. but just a somebody calls you and says, Hey, here's a story that's going on local news. What's your level of skepticism going in? And then when you, when you, when you came down and you started hearing paranormal stories, did you have that same level of skepticism or more?
1: I worked a serial killing story, which is still ongoing. It's the uh, Long Island serial killing Gilgo Lisk, whatever. Sure. It's by a bunch of different names. And I was very involved. And uh, it's still ongoing. There's still finding. There's still more evidence coming out. No one's ever been arrested. Uh, so so i would had people reaching out to me all the time. I know who the murderer is. It's that mechanic who screwed up my transmission. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, You've got to yeah, you vet people and vet, vet em yeah, and yeah. go through them. And, uh, you know, so you get used to being a read people. You can tell when someone's just either shining you on, looking for their moment of fame, or just, you know, kind of, you know, they're off their meds and <laughs> right. they're blaming yeah. their ex-husband yeah. for this or whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, and people came out. But I tell you, we working stories like that, I mean, I, a lot of things that happened there, like, I mean, the creep factor, people would come out and steal the soil where the bo- decomposing bodies were found. Oh my God, we had great. a lot of issues. We had to call the FBI to remove markers and things. But uh, so I've, I've worked, you know, kind of that really crazy thing. So this is kind of like a little less insane from some of the stuff I've done. That's what when Bigfoot is the <laughs> <Yeah>. more sane <laughs> yeah. subject matter. You're, yeah. Easier going, you're less yeah. offensive to people. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but the same thing here. One of the terms we used to use is someone getting lawyered up. Mm. So if I call you because he's got a bunch of dead hookers in his backyard, sure. you go, yeah, he was a nice guy. He used to help me mow my lawn. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I want to get you on camera now because you're going to go to talk to your wife and go, what are you crazy? Don't talk to the media and take down your Facebook page. So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, same thing, you call your lawyer to say, don't talk to anyone. So, you know, I found that with this business here working on doing, it's the same thing. You're reporting, you're still interviewing people. Mm-hmm. Talk to them now. Get them on camera. Get them, right. Get, you know, like one of them right across the street from this uh, building, Jesse Walker. And that's about. That'd be two years, I guess we're going on four months now. Had a sighting and that was uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. Hmm. Retired school teacher, he was seventy-three at the time, horrified. His lady friend brought him to the house. And I interviewed him, he cried through the interview. Holy cow. And that, that was that's another wow. one one in coast to coast and across the board. So one one, one in the wow, one in the afternoon. Yep. So, so daylight daytime sightings are common here. Really? I never something heard you would have it. asked that's me long. ages ago. And I did one Bigfoot documentary for the Daily News. That was up in Whitehall, New York. And the main sighting was A Bear Road, and I think it was back in the seventies. I'd have to look it up. Now it could be eighties. And a lot of that's common. Sightings that these uh, cryptic sightings tend to be older. Then there's a few sightings along the way. Here we have stuff. The most recent sightings is a woman that has a log thrown at her car, and uh, basically that's six days old. So six days. Yeah, Yeah. we
0: we saw the log. So you have a log. A woman claims that that a Bigfoot, did she see the Bigfoot or just see the log? She saw something
1: out of the corner of her eye, and she thought it was up in a tree, and we mm-hmm. went back to the uh, location, and it turns out the property rises there. So if we stand to the area we believe where it was thrown from, uh, you're roughly about 18 to 20 feet above the traffic, so you can look down at these log trucks going by. But the distance it was thrown was, I don't remember the exact number, remember measurements, the guys did measure it, but it would be like for me throwing it from here to that green out front. Oh, wow. So, and okay. it didn't come in like lobbed at the car. It skidded across the top, so it was thrown almost like a football.
0: Wow. And so it was just
1: kind of a weird thing. Now, back in there, too, we found some weird structures. I actually found a building, and inside this building, it was just, you ready to, it was like a 30-degree lean uh, on the first floor. It's like all cleaned out, like something's mm-hmm. been laying in there, so Whoa. just weird. I mean, we can't say mm-hmm. for sure 100% what it was, but... Uh, are there caves in the area where? Yes, you, where actually, you, over there the rocks. They used to gold mine. It's in the and meadow. Yeah, we passed one on the way yep. here. Yeah. So yeah, yep. So,
0: uh, so there. Yeah, that's another common factor we've seen in in you know Bigfoot sightings is they're often in areas where there's underground sure. cave access. Yeah, like missing four one one. Missing four one one. Right, right. and, the, and we,
1: people go missing. It there's the the elders right. and stuff talking about the uh, they come to talk to our event. Hopefully, I can get them back at this one too. And we just got the date like two weeks ago, so I'm still putting everything together. Uh, talked about people going missing. And to one of the women that comes up there, uh, Minnie Silver, says, I come here because uh, you know, my family says you shouldn't talk. People are going to make sort of things." She goes, no, people need to know that their babies need to be safe. These are not cuddly animals. Wow. That people have disappeared. And they've told me dozens of stories. Wow. Stuff. It's amazing the stories I've got yeah. here. But the one about them beating one to death. And that was around, gotta be close to 90 years now. It was 80-some years when they told me it originally. And that was five years ago. Uh, apparently they had smaller ones around, almost like, it sounds silly, but kind of like a dwarf Bigfoot. Okay. And yeah. they seem to have a better temperament. They seem to be a little, then some people would feed them. Well, anyway, there were a lot of sharecroppers <laughs> at the time. <laughs> this it's wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you, know, you talk about people living in homes with dirt floors and some of these homes are still out there. Yeah. Still yeah. dirt floors. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's a whole different world here. And, uh. So anyway, this one got into one of these homes there. She said people down there back in the day, even though the homes weren't real big, kept everything because mm-hmm. it was. It came out of the depression and just everything they kept. Yeah. And this thing they couldn't find it. So they all the neighbors got together and she said they set the house on fire. But talking more to them, I believe they actually kind of smoked it out. Now they don't own oh, okay. the homes; it's the boss man's house. Right. But they everyone stood out there with sticks and things. They smoked it out, and this thing came running out. They beat it to death. Oh my God! So it's like I mean, she said so, it, was, it was one of the small ones. Yeah. They oh, said it was, and they said it was like childlike. So I'm going. At the time, I was a town commissioner. I'm like, where is this? Maybe we can, you know, exhume the body. I'm yeah, wondering. right. I have no idea. I have no, no idea. idea. What wow. I did with
2: the body. So if it had a better temp- temperament, why did? Uh, what I'm did just it scared do? Scared of it. Just oh, scared wow. of it. you know. I'm crazy.
1: And it wasn't like a,
0: like just a orangutan or a chimpanzee or something or kid. so old again who, his, who, stones, who would know there's you know? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so many yeah. sightings yeah yeah that's the worst when you damn hippie got, got in like, the house yeah i'm yeah. yeah, pretty sure we, we, <laughs> we murdered, murdered a, a teenager child. that was not a yeah. beast at
2: all <laughs> that's too
0: bad but but the, the the when you came to town and first sort of started to hear the stories and then created the museum what was the what was the townspeople's reaction initially and, and over time it sounds like they've They've come to see you as, a, as one of their own, and people are more apt to talk to you, but was there resistance? Oh, big time,
1: yeah. Especially when I started with the paranormal, they were kind of concerned, but everybody, we're in the Bible Belt. Everybody mm-hmm. down here, for the most part, believes in some kind of spiritual or you know paranormal mm-hmm. stuff, whatever they want to refer to it. Most of them consider it demons and just negative. Right. And uh, so they were you know, not happy that we were dabbling in it and you know, doing things. But I mean, besides that, it was... People had interest in it, and kind of you know. Once we started talking Bigfoot stories, the people started coming in. I was discussing that, especially since I had this. All of a sudden, like BAM, MTV Travel Channel. Yeah. All of a sudden, like we're we all over the damn place. Uh, people were not happy with me, and actually, that's why I ended up running for office. And you know, make political signs. You said you know, saying so to become the town commissioner. Ah. and I was in office five years. I just resigned. For, I guess three months ago, maybe a little bit longer. And I was the mayor for a while too. So oh, wow. the mayor pro tem, the mayor stepped down. So I was doing are, multiple. Are
0: you- are you the only mayor in the United States that openly researches Bigfoot? Is Probably. That- actually, a guy came in <laughs> doing
1: mayors. He was a young kid doing interviews on mayors because uh, apparently I don't remember the number. There's 800 or some mayors, maybe a thousand mayors in this, in this country, and yeah, he, he loved mine because I run a cryptozoology yeah. museum and all yeah. that that's stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. Actually, I was just at Crypticon, and the last day at Crypticon is the best, and you hang out with everybody, and you have Moneymaker, whoever's there, Money was there last year.
0: Moneymaker the poker player? No,
1: money maker from Finding Bigfoot. Oh, you know. that money So maker, it's, all the, yeah. it's all the crypt, you know, those yeah, kind of yeah, guys. Okay. And we're hanging around. So they were busting my hump being the mayor. So, you know, <laughs> and we're here with the mayor. It was, it, was, yeah, yeah. So it was a good bunch. And we very rarely, t- actually, this last time, we did talk some Bigfoot stories and stuff. Uh, usually we don't. We talk more just shops. A lot sure. of some of the other guys have museums and stuff, too. But uh, so I was walking around marrying everybody. <laughs> 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 you two guys got too close. I just go, yeah, now no, yeah. wife, you know.
0: <laughs> wow. So, okay, so then. At some point, uh, you, you moved into this building. Right. But this building is not just a any normal building. No. It's one with a, a sort of dark history and a paranormal history, all all of its Which we're
1: still finding out. And when I first got eyes on this building, I was like, like the uh, the location's a little bit out of town. It's still on the main drag, and there's nothing to cross from us. So we got the old property for the railroad out front. But this thing was everything. It was a honky-tonk. It was a church. It was a barbecue place. It was an old... Uh, country stores said dry goods uh we just found out recently it was a laundromat at one point mm. i know it was a car dealership a mattress store i mean god i mean who right. knows what else you're gonna find town hall basically it was just but all these buildings were used over and over these little towns because they you know the town peaked and then died and then sure. peaked and and uh so it sat dormant like you know the water meter i had to clean out the pit just to put a water meter in and things oh, wow. like that here Crazy. i mean i still i can't get mail delivered because they don't even recognize the place <laughs> right so, so i just have mail delivered to the house but uh it's kind of, it's just, you know, small town stuff. But suppose we, we were told somebody was shot and killed here and, I, and it was a honky tonk. I can't confirm that. Another one was somebody left here after a fight and drove into a tree and was killed. So, you know, but you're going to have that. Then I, I know other families that lived here and ran, you know, they didn't li- physically live in the mm-hmm. building, but, you know, uh, lived their uh, business lives here, had a lot of tragedy and stuff. The weird thing is we get a child's voice in here and oh, wow. everyone's heard it. Everyone's heard uh, Just a... Uh, sounds like a little girl, just, you know, nothing, you know, nothing creepy, just like you think there's a child in here. Wow, and wow. Uh, I don't know what that is. So it was still putting the whole thing together. Yeah. So did you know there was paranormal stuff attached no. to this before you bought it, no, it? This whole town's like that. Like I said, we have artesian uh, wells all over. We have a fault line that comes through the town. Hmm. So we're kind of like the divide here of the, uh, I guess what do you call it, the Piedmont. and, and the, So like oh. one side's clay, the other side's kind of sandy soil. Sandy, and right. that goes right down through Medoc Mountain State Park. They sure. talk about it in the ranger station. And hmm. So we cool. have these huge rocks and boulders and water gurgling up all over the place.
0: Aside from the, you said there was gold mining, are there, are there other mineral? I know
1: that- you know, A lot of some, quartz and crystals Okay, here. Yeah, yeah, because
0: that's sometimes associated with you know, the higher incidence of
1: paranormal. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and then the high, highly mineralized water all over the place. Right, right. yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. And oftentimes,
2: uh, I know that there's a famous hotel that's got a creek running through it, and that's haunted as hell. And, and they say that water running through places often, yeah. often holds- you know, spirit energy it's and
1: things not like not great that. for the
0: foundations, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and
1: lots of foundations. Your mental foundation. Yeah, but you absolutely. you live with ghosts. Uh, yeah. It's funny. I was had a yard sale. but I was moving up here, it took forever to get you know sell the house in New York and stuff. So I had a trail, and I just kept on just loading the trailer up and bringing it up and unloading it and bringing the trailer. My neighbor was helping me out. This guy lived across the street. He goes, your house up north must be huge. In the meantime, <laughs> this house I got here is like four times the size easily. I said, no, nah, I just got a lot of crap. I've been living there forever yeah and uh, but I should have sorted through instead I just brought everything up so I had a couple of yard sales and I did pretty well because my I had unique junk you know compared to everyone else and one of the guys that came up there, who's passed since, uh, used to work in one of the dumps here. It was a guy who, you know, you pulled up, tell you that goes here and this goes here. And, uh, but he came by, and he was picking up some stuff from me. He said, he was an older man at the time, said, I worked in this house with my, with my dad when I was younger. He goes, do you still have the stream in the basement? I said, yeah, matter of fact, I do. He goes, do you have the ladle down there? I said, what are you talking about? He goes, when we worked on the house, they tell you if you got thirsty, go down, there's a ladle. Just help yourself to drink out of the stream. Can you Whoa. imagine telling a contractor that now and working <laughs> wow. on your house? Right. Hey, listen, if you get thirsty, there's this puddle in the basement. Jeez. Knock yourself out, you know. Wow. But I found the ladle down there. Holy cow. It was under There's actually old stairs that went down from the inside of the house, which at some point from I will ha- to back up. A, like a 60-year-old ladle? Yeah. Holy cow. Jeez, was, man. You know, the handles kind of rotted off, but it was metal and just kind of. Mm. How crazy is that? That's so, so cool. At some the point, that... I'd like to hang it back up over there. It's yeah. A, we had it in the museum. It was in the house. It's got to be in the back room here now. Wow. Yeah, I'm still moving things around. Now we we touched on it briefly, but your contractors at the
0: place they kind of got freaked out because they were spirit shadow people,
1: just sort of paranormal stuff going right. on. Is that common for other places? Yeah, in this a lot area? of people. A lot of people have it. It's funny. I got a lot of those stories much later. Uh, was right. Like, you know, years later, I was talking to the guy that owns the hardware store in town and he was telling me, he goes, remember when Ray and the guys came in, they were working on your houses before you were even living down here. Right. And they were just freaked out because they said they were down in the basement working and they could hear someone with hard sole shoes walking around up on the first floor. And it sounded like they were moving furniture. The meantime, there was no furniture in the house. Down, right. they had Camping equipment in here. And they went upstairs going, like, open the door, look outside. The Barcelos aren't here. They open up the house because they had keys, obviously, to access the place. Nothing's there. They go, done for the day. (laughs) And they went up to the hardware store. They sat there and talked with him about it. But, I mean, Mm. so – Huh. It was just, you know, commonplace. I mean, it was just... And accepted, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And my wife, Wait. who's not into the paranormal, this is not her thing, uh, she's had multiple sightings in the house. I mean, she's seen stuff. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Now, we're constantly renovating the house and working out. We want to keep the old feel and stuff. Yeah. But there's certain things you just got to do. Sure. I mean I had to... Yeah, the boiler died. It was an old steam boiler. It used mm-hmm. to be actually... looked like pot belly stalls in almost every other room. And uh, so they eventually they had a coal burner and then it went to oil feed steam. Uh, and that's what I inquired when I got in here, and it was on its last leg. So mm. at this point, I'm just I've been switching over to mini splits. And I just oh, put yeah. a hot water heater back in, just you know, or not back in, You know, I've like kind of modernized things. Yeah, a lot of work. So, yeah, it is. But yeah, that's why you got it for fifty two. Yeah, 000. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, think we
0: basically should open up a real estate agency before this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Now you moved here, and you didn't know about the sort of checkered pass. I don't, you know, I don't know if the checkered's the right word for it. A little, you know, some some rumors and stuff. When did you first start to experience like like a child's voice or other in this building? In this building that we're sitting in right now.
1: Pretty quick, because I'd be here late working on the place, because I was trying to get it open. You know, The sooner I could get out of the house, make my wife happy. And it's just, you want to do the transition. You don't want to be down for it too long. And we're coming out of COVID and the whole bit. Mm-hmm. And we would hear things in here. But you kind of, you know, like, just like anything, I'm, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm obviously into this stuff, but you kind of blow it off. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go there right away. Mm-hmm. As soon as you hear a bang and stuff, you're going like, is there a piece of sheet metal loose on the ha- building? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, what's going on? And we'll, we'll be in here and hear the, do- the front door. You guys what, out. Yeah. That door rubs, whoop, and you hear the door. I have a latch, physically latched, and nobody can open it unless you're inside. Mm-hmm. And I'll hear the door open. You hear this whoop sound. It's like, what the hell? And I'll wow. be in here working. You know, I'll be editing a video or something. I'll go up there, like, how they get in? Didn't I latch the door? Wow. There's nobody yeah. there. So now, actually, I, I just about five days ago, I put a motion detector up. Actually, right. you hear the dog barking if you oh, come yeah, and yeah, go. Yeah. This so way, if I'm back here, I'll know someone's entered the building from the front. Wow! If you if you cut any of that on tape or any video or no, audio, actually I have cameras inside and out, and we have been successful to get anything on on the cameras at the house. We did. We got a shadow person coming up. One of the dolls we had, Miss Beasley doll, used to move a lot. Hasn't moved in years. Yeah, but you I mean, she would literally stand up in the box and be moved. It was like, what the hell? What the hell? hell? That's <laughs> the weirdest thing. we only had still photos. So eventually I finally put, you know, I, I camera. Like a camera. It wasn't Blink. It was a different company. Now with everything I want with Blink. And uh, But we actually got this thing where you got we triggered movement, but you see the shadow come up and go down the hallway, and it's like, what the yeah, freak what is the that? Hell. I mean, it, it's clear as day. I mean, so we've gotten some good stuff, but, you know. Man. I'm probably going to put a, a full-time 24-hour, you know, the old standard hard drive or whatever it is these days, probably yeah. a static drive. But uh, it's just the blinks are great, but they just do events. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so you yeah. got to go through and like, especially since it's an active museum. I'll, I'll get, all you the know, yeah. 8,000 <laughs> 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 events today. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: should look. Have you uh, looked into the – uh remember when the Xbox Connect came
1: out? Do you know yep about, that that would be great because that. Captured- well, they came in with the XLR the other, the other day. Actually, oh, you yeah? have to you go on my YouTube. I videotaped this paranormal group. Mm-hmm. We got some crazy stuff with that. Oh, really? And wow. uh, one thing was weird. The, uh, the guy's filming the woman, and she's over by the pews in the other room, mm-hmm. and it's doing the mapping of her, so you can yeah, kind yeah. of see the stick figure. And all of a sudden, I'm I'm literally over his shoulder filming with that camera, so I'm filming the whole mm-hmm. thing and getting them. And uh, all of a sudden, the stick figure jumps off her like the soul left the body. It was so crazy, and lays on the pew, the church pew. In there, so I'm, I'm looking at him. I go, "What the hell? I've never <laughs> yeah. seen that before." So I tell her, "Move forward. I want to see if it's a software glitch and if it reacquires her." So she moves forward. It never reacquires her as she walks forward. The thing on the pew starts like looks like it's kicking her in the butt. Oh, weird. it was just it was nuts. <laughs> I mean, it was just that we had the rocking chair rock that night. They were playing back audio, and they got a growl. Oh, I mean, wow. so they were only here maybe four hours. Wow! And they, I, I, they got a were, lot of they good. were thrilled. I mean, it was a paranormal go yeah. We don't normally get anywhere near this activity. Yeah. And I close at five now, just because you know, R- the, right. the hours are because we're off season. And uh, so about they got here by four thirty, and they they were set up. and They got equipment out, and they were doing their thing. Not that I mattered, but I I wanted to at film them and stuff. Yeah. So. For a while there, I just had a camera in the corner. Then I eventually was able to take it off the tripod and walk around and actually engage with them. Right. Yeah. But uh, we got some pretty crazy That's stuff. That's cool. So. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, I told you when I walked down these back stairs to this office, I felt a weird tingle. Like, oh, something's yeah. happening in this place. It's a creepy
1: place. And it's yeah. concrete. It's a solid building. It's, right. Uh, old cinder block walls. Yeah, I concrete mean, has a tendency to have a little memory to it. People think in yeah, terms of like it's got the old cinder blocks. It's got like iron particles oh in it. Wow, and stuff. Yeah. Actually, I haven't done. It. I should probably put a magnet or uh, a compass up to the walls and oh, see yeah. if we get any kind of weird stuff off that. Right. It's uh, a yeah. it's the it's you can drill through it relatively easy you know, <laughs> yeah, unless you hit an iron way. chunk. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I have a uh, curious. I have a question, but before I do that, what what are some of the exhibits that you have here? If someone were to take a you know that you think. Th- this would be the most one of the more interesting things that we actually physically house here in the museum. Like I saw like a Raggedy Ann
1: doll. Right, that's part of the paranormal stuff. We keep the paranormal stuff to the back of the building because mm-hmm. once again we're in the Bible Belt. And people come in here, they're into the uh, Bigfoot sightings right. and UFO and stuff, but damn, that's devil <laughs> worshiping. You know, <laughs> right. so I try to separate it not to offend people. And uh, we're going to continue with that. I, uh, my UFO section is very minimal. We have stuff in the back. I still got to work on that. Yeah. and that's actually what I'm supposed. to. I mentioned you guys. I'm trying to get on the road today, but this weather has been killing me. Yeah. Yeah. there's been all these UFO, sp- you know, weird lights over the ocean. I want to go up there and shoot. Some oh, stuff on my the my on YouTube the channel. east coast. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, we Manio area. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, we, yeah. we 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 mentioned those recently. On, yeah, on so out. I want to get up over there. I've been trying to get there for like two weeks now, It's I like, I'm, I'm hoping to leave today. You can see all my junks piled in the corner. <laughs> but of course, the biggest our biggest draw. By far is the Bigfoot sightings sure. because we've had so many, and I've had uh, so many interviews with people who are not Bigfoot people, just people who have seen something in the backyard, freaked the hell out, and now have a place to come. And one of the common things I'll get is somebody will walk in. You can almost get a vibe off them. They walk in, they're kind of looking around, and you know, they they you know pay their five bucks, and I go like, "What are you into?" Go, well, you know, kind of just into a little bit of everything. And you know, listen, you know, and they start talking. and they, they, they kind of uncomfortable at first to tell you. Go, well, I'm going to tell you a story. I've been married for 38 years. I've never told my wife, but my buddy and I, back in such and such a day, we saw, and they'll tell you their Bigfoot sightings. Since then, I don't go fishing or I don't go hunting anymore. Wow. And it's just story after story. And there's so many consistencies with the, you know, the way these things move, uh, what they're seeing. It's just nuts, things being
2: thrown, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that. that was mentioned this earlier, the um, Unsolved Mysteries episode uh, with Bigfoot recently. They said People just throwing some bigfoots throwing rocks at their car, just yeah.
1: pelting them with rocks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We've had big things throwing us, and at night, that's why we wear these crazy ballistic helmets. Oh wow, You look like out. idiots. I mean, you look right. You're know, militaristic out there, but I mean, the rail system's nice to be at the mount. Cannons yeah, that's and stuff cool. On, but I mean, yeah, yeah. At night, all of a sudden, you hear crack, 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 boom. It's like, what the hell? You know, yeah. what just came in here? You know?
0: Yeah. Well, my my I guess, my follow up question is: is you have a somewhat haunted paranormal building, right? You bring all this paranormal stuff in. Sure. Like, what's... What, is there
1: any... Do you think there's any risk in anything like that? Or sure. Did, but yeah. we uh, we smudge a lot. We go through things. I am not a demonologist. I am not a sensitive person by any means. But I, ha- I work with people that are. Even like, you know, I was, I was yeah. a journalist. The few documentaries I did on paranormal, I would work with somebody. Mm. And I, actually, yes, uh, I learned the hard way when you go out to do a paranormal investigation somewhere... Don't bring your sensitive with you day one because there's no off button on a sensitive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> yeah. yeah. They're off doing their thing. It's like the cameras aren't running. You don't have a microphone. Stop. You know, it was <laughs> yeah. like, right. So I, I learned to go out there and, like, get, do you, get your B-roll, do sure. your interviews, check it out, you know, set up some equipment, and then day two have your sensitive show up and just, you know, then you can concentrate pretty much on them, you know. Hmm. Things you learn doing this stuff. But Yeah. Uh, right. uh, yeah, but I get people through all the time. And then you, you get some people that uh, fancy themselves sensitive and they're I, don't really pick, you know, I pick up the spirit of an old lady with white hair, like that's a stretch, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 reaching kind of far there, aren't you? But we get people coming in and they know stuff that they shouldn't know and pick up things. Yeah, like we have a hay crane that we had to go pick up, and someone actually hung themselves in the rope. I mean, oh, that wow. my wife hated me for bringing that back to the house. Oh, my sure. plan sure. wasn't, it was yeah, to go deal with it at the farm, and they didn't want to, they didn't, wouldn't even meet me, they just wanted me to get rid of it. And uh, that's another crazy story. Right, we yeah. get all these weird things. We become that place now. Uh, this mirror is sitting in my office yeah, right I across saw it here. Covered there. Yeah. And yeah. that actually was brought in by a group out of Gettysburg. I haven't gotten around to even doing anything with it as far as getting it up because I'm working on so much else in the building. Hmm. Now that I've stepped down from politics, now you know, like I'm, I'm in the process of writing a book too. Oh wow, busy. <laughs> so man. I'm trying to get caught up on all the stuff I haven't done the last five years. So i am just I'm working on all that thing. But, you know, I've, I've just got a lot to do. I've got this intern who's been helping me out a little bit, and she's been pretty good. But uh, she's, you know, she's out sick. She's supposed to be here today. I was going oh. to put her in the hot seat, make her, <laughs> make her uh, you know, be here and get used to doing these things when she's a young yeah.
0: kid. And what do you think about a theory on the Bigfoot sightings in this particular area? And one of the reasons I asked is we, we actually had a scientist turned – cryptozoologist. He was a zoologist. He's written a book recently, and he he puts forth a pretty uh, compelling argument on the, the scientific reasons why Bigfoot could still be an actual species, mm-hmm. you know. Some people think it's a sort of interdimensional yep. species. Well, what's your theory from everything you've seen heard around
1: here? Uh, I'll tell you my theory is now. I mean, my theory has changed over the years, and like if you would have asked me, even... Eight years ago, nine years ago, when I pretty much were first down here talking about a little bit, I would have told you, you know, nocturnal feeders of opportunity, things like that. And I, would, and I was skeptical. Sure. I mean, could possibly something like this exist? Yeah, but it's like, you know, I'm from Long Island, New York. I've never seen any of this <laughs> stuff. And like, old, like I said, all the stories I talk to people are older. Well, I've come down here, and I'll tell you, I've seen things. I've actually taken, with thermal cameras, actually photographed things. Uh, physically, saw something one day on the woods moving, and we had things happen to us. Uh, we go out there, we're carrying guns. I mean, you know, you're protect- we have wild pigs, bears, c- big cats, there's all kinds of stuff out there. Yeah. I mean, we're protecting ourselves. You know, it's just not smart to throw rocks at someone wearing <laughs> a gun. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot yeah. of stuff going out there. Yeah, I personally feel I'm still flesh and blood, uh, but just by what I'm getting. Uh, I kind of reach out somewhere between the giganopithecus theory and maybe half human, half ape, or just inbreeding right. and stuff, especially with the blue eyes and stuff they are yeah. seeing around. Yeah, that's-, that's some crazy stuff. Now, one of the guys on my team now, uh, he was, you see- so like, could see one with a the thermal camera, and unfortunately, he just turned it on, so there's a boot period, so he wasn't able to get a picture. So this thing's moving across the other side of a, uh, a river, and he goes, it walks behind a tree, and it's gone. He goes, and this thing was close enough. Where he goes, I couldn't even get the whole thing in frame. Wow. This is, you know, he goes, he's he sees wow. a telephoto, and he said, he's like Steve. I hate to say it, but he goes, where would this thing go? And they went over eventually to the other side, looking to see if there's a hole that jumped into mm-hmm. or something. And he said, this thing was freaking huge. So. Hmm. And the one I saw is like eight and a half feet tall. I'll show you guys an image of it. You guys are welcome to use oh, it in the yeah. podcast. Yeah. And it's just nuts. I mean, this thing with the with bent legs at two two thirty in the morning up on a bluff, and I watch this thing walk across. They have multiple shots. They have one good clean shot when nothing's in front of it. And that's uh, my Mona Lisa, but Man. it's just crazy. That's wild. So I mean, I'm 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 hooked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I i mean, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm part of the problem now, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. yeah
0: wow that's man. that's incredible I, I I do feel for your wife a little bit in that my wife hates when I bring anything home <laughs> more or less things that are potentially like you should buy yourself oh, a building yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah like if I'm bringing like <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't need
1: another you know and knife you get a man cave a, like this you can sit in and hang out it yeah, 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 yeah could, absolutely right yeah
0: well that I mean Shane what are the questions do you have that I mean you kind of answered the one I had it whether
2: you've seen something clearly have seen stuff um and so I so you mentioned this Bigfoot disappearing. I, I saw in one of your interviews, you said you didn't necessarily believe the interdimensional theory, but did, do you hold more credence to that I, now I, that it disappeared? I'm open. i yeah. be honest with yeah. you, I'm at
1: the point now in my life, you know, I've gotten older. I mean, I'm not afraid to say things and, you know, people want to roll their eyes. I mean, who gives a shit anymore? Yeah, you exactly. Know, I'm, just, you know, yeah. I'm done. And uh, But basically, you know, I don't know. A year from now, six months from year, what I'll see and what I'm going to experience, but that's that's what it's all about is getting out. Do your due diligence, yeah. You know, investigate. I mean, document. I mean, people go to me. Weren't you scared? It goes no. My I'm, my mindset is like, did I get it on film? Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Digital now. I mean, but it's just I'm all about catching it and documenting it. Yeah. I mean, I nothing I hate more than if for some reason we couldn't get any kind of evidence at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's just audio, anything. Yeah. I mean, just you know, a personal experience is a personal experience. I just I want to be able to show you something. Yeah. And no matter what you get, you know, until we get a dead body or something, which, you know, I'm not pro-killing anything. (laughs) But, I mean, until something happens, I mean, no one's going to believe you anyway. I mean, it's going to be that one group. And then the groups that do this, too, which I think is so important for me to do these uh, paracons for us and go to others. Most of the time I don't even get a table. I just go out and network and interview and they interview Mm -hmm. me and stuff. uh, But go out and talk to everybody because everyone knows everyone. You know, the community, especially the crypto world, the morphology world, it's tiny, tiny communities. But they're catty. I mean, there's people out there, no matter what you get, oh, that's just this, that's just that. You know, it's a bear print. I mean, they just Mm -hmm. crap on it. It's like, no, 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 here's a bear print. This is what we got here. Right. And they don't even know the full story. Sure. So when people come to me, and I get them, don't get me wrong, I'm skeptical of things people tell me, but I don't shut them down until I find out more. You got to do your research, got to ask some questions. Well,
2: it's great that someone like you is doing it because you have that journalism background. So, you know, you are focused on getting the actual story. And then, you know, I think the paranormal or the, the, weird stuff is just kind of an added bonus
1: as you're investigating. Yeah. You know, no, I, I enjoy it too. I really do. I mean, oh. uh, and this is so much nicer and it's in the long run, it's, uh, I came down here, my plan was not to do this, obviously. <laughs> but I came down here and uh, I wanted to just kind of like travel. I like doing documentaries. I like filming and, you know, just doing that stuff. So I wanted to go like, I've see, never seen Route 66. Still haven't. Oh. But now that I come down here, it's 10 years. I've been, you know, working <laughs> for free as a commissioner and a mayor and, and running a museum that doesn't really make any money. And now coming out of COVID and thank God we survived that. Yeah. But, yeah. but I still want to get out there. So now my spin, like I'm saying, I'm going on the road. So, But I'm just as happy going out there and so like, tell me what you saw in the sky show me what you saw and kind of interview them. And then that night go out there and I'll set up and I'll bring thermal cameras, night vision, you know, telephoto, I'll bring a telescope and see what I can pick up. And if I can get some crazy cool lights out there, something I can't explain. So I'll be it. That's I awesome. went up to Brown Mountain Lights because like, people oh, yeah. On my... Uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, and I got nothing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, but I went up there. I interviewed some people. I mean, it shows that we're out there. We're moving around. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to go out and look for different things. And I had a, a family pulled up, and we're out there, and I had this photographer I was hanging out with. He actually put a drone up for a while. We're waiting for it to get dark. And he was purely there just to get the stars moving across with the mountains in the background, mm-hmm. do these time exposures. And his family's there going, Do you see it? See the lights rolling up the mountain? It's like a guy holding the lanterns. So I'm over there going, Where are you seeing this? And I couldn't see anything. I'm going, oh, oh. I'm pretty old. Yeah. Right, my right. eyes are shot. So the photographer is looking at me and goes, I don't see anything either, you know? Hmm. So anyway, so we I interview him and stuff and do what I can. And I was hoping maybe with the thermal cameras, I could, you know, at least say, like, you know, they're colder or hotter than sure. the background around, I didn't get anything. Well, the photographer later sends me some of his time exposure, he goes, I think I got one. Hmm. He goes, I got these shots, and on the mountains, this weird orange light. It was, it was just weak enough where I couldn't God, see my eye, but the camera picked wow. it up. So. I mean, wow. well, we can't say for sure. I mean, it's right, possible yeah. that was a fire or something. With, yeah, yeah. Or camping lighter, yeah. Or, yeah. Or any sure, right, right, of those sure. things. Someone lighting a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. You yeah. Know, but it's just, you know. Interesting. But I, I love getting out there. The, I, these mysteries are fun. I mean, there's definitely stuff out there. I mean, I'll tell you 100%. I'm, I'll tell you there's something out there. There's something walking around. It's not one. There's, they move in family groups. Mm-hmm. And uh, paranormal world, I've been locked in for ages. I caught this ghost cat years ago at the Shanley Hotel, and it was a documentary I was doing for the New York Daily News, and that went crazy. Wow. I mean, it was just, I didn't even know anything about a cat dying in this room. And I got this <laughs> weird cat tail, went around the corner. It was like, what the hell is this, you know? Jeez. So That's so cool. It's its interesting being from a
2: podcast where we talk about a lot of these stories, and we really do uh, know on-the-ground research. It's, it's nice to see or hear your experience of someone that's actually – on the boots on the ground, actually doing the stuff because it. it makes me feel like a, a real fraud. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's really cool. To, to well, what see, do you guys like,
1: come out? Let's go out Bigfoot. That'd be awesome. I would love yeah. to go to Bigfoot yeah, hunt. We'll get you out there. I mean, that'd I got thermal cameras. We got tons of them. I got parabolic dishes. Nice. And I can bait it for you know. It's literally the uh, the bait. Park I'll bait take it. You to. What do you mean? I, we th- I like to throw out a lot of apples. Some guys would do oh. apples and peanut <laughs> Just butter. Me and I thought peanut yeah. butter. Grease you up and tie it to a tree. Exactly. Yeah, it
2: wouldn't be the first time. Those horror stories of right. like college
1: coming that's back. Right. Yeah, I'll never rush again. <laughs> Stay had a <of> gym class. <laughs> yeah,
0: hopefully his feet are big. That's <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm uh, I I do have a, a question. I think we've we've asked ourselves this question and asked a guest on our pod, but you would be an interesting person. Is l- let's just imagine that at some point the smoking gun, the you know, happens. There's a body, and it's like this is irrefutable proof that there is a some species to some extent that lives that, that is a, a bigfoot an unidentified bipedal hominid. Mm-hmm. What what do you think given your what how people react to you moving in and starting all this? How do you think how do you think that information would go because what we've said is that sometimes what I think is that people have denied it for so long yep. and if something like bigfoot exists then it sort of kicks the door open for, well, what are all these other things that have I've not believed in that could possibly exist? And- Actually,
1: I, I'm going to answer this totally different than I would have like a year or so ago. Yeah. It's funny because UFOs came out in the middle of COVID. Yeah. The right. government goes, yep, things exist. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, then- and that would have been, if I was a journalist, it would have been like that would in the cover of the newspaper for days. We've been doing, they would have skipped the beat. You yeah. Know what I mean, I would have told you, like, if we if someone found the body for a Bigfoot, it would be the uh, the uh, the shaking, the way we think about things, religion, and everything else. Now I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it might yeah. just go like, I, yeah. yeah, probably. Okay. Who cares? You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, just it's right. just amazing. Uh, personally, I would I don't I, I wouldn't want to see one killed or hurt. Uh, I I think there would be benefits, especially like for a little town like this, to bring people into a hotbed, mm-hmm. especially if the, something was found in this area. But then there's the, uh, the negative side where you're going to have a million people in the park screaming, banging on trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't want right. to have that ruined. I don't want people out hunting, trying to kill one sure. guy. Sure, right. yeah. That's uh, happened
0: in North Carolina, by the way, yeah. with that there was a cat that terrorized oh, the, the, wampus te- cat? the wampus cat.
1: Yeah.
0: And they, they, um, they basically offered a reward for anyone that could yeah. kill it, and, and people came. And they were just shooting Shoot anything, everything. everything that moved, anything. Shoot people's cows, everything. Everything. Yeah. so, yeah, yeah. so, you know, you know, that's what you that – would, that would scare me is that if all of a sudden catching one became a lottery ticket and everybody thought – First guy to get one for a zoo is right. going to be a millionaire.
1: Well, I get people come in. I've had guys come in and go, "Let me go out," and they come in with their wa- rifle to show me. I've got a, a night scope on it and stuff like. Please go put your gun back yeah, in the car. You know? Yeah. And uh, you know, but I'm going to shoot me one. You know, I know they're real. I'm going to. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to do this, and you know, that's that's happened here. I mean, that's, wow. especially wow. At the old museum it was more common. Hmm. And it was just what uh, a
2: weird know. mindset to uh, be like. I want to become rich by killing
0: something. Yeah, it's well, such a weird right. well, there's, there's no bigger a, game trophy than a Bigfoot, right? That's the biggest yeah. of all. People see
1: an no bino deer and you know, isn't that oh, beautiful? Yeah. I want to shoot it. Yeah, why, yeah. Why kill it? It's a freak nature. It's cool. Right, yeah. So yeah. That's you know, that's People bummer. just think that way. I mean, you know. Yeah.
0: Maybe if we get some gun reform, these big foot would come out more often. (laughs) Maybe. They're like, you know what?
2: Common sense uh, gun laws in the forest. (laughs) (laughs) so people, that's the thing we
1: Everyone goes, where are the bodies? Right. Where is this? It's like, you know, I don't know. Maybe they bury their own. Maybe they cannibalize their own. I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe they're Marines. Nobody left behind. That's
0: that's crazy. Sure. I mean, yeah. And and I think that their prevalence near caves, especially – to me indicates that there's some relationship between their habitat and access to underground, you know, yeah. you know, some sort of underground area. Related.
1: Which makes sense to temperatures maintained yeah. in this area sure. here. I mean, look, we're the dead of winter. I mean, you know, and we, you know, doesn't get that cold here. No. no, I did the one documentary I did was upstate New York, Whitehall, New York, and up there they swore that they migrated down through Canada, up through the mountains, and in that area, and they were going to a warmer climate. We don't believe that here. We're seeing similar prints over and over again. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going. I mean, they, they move around. Sure, they don't stay like you know, they yeah, move to, you know, out of the park and into other properties and things like that. But I think they're smart enough to realize what areas yeah. are safe. Yeah, and, it's like uh, those
0: Canadian geese that just. Didn't <laughs> yeah. go back. Like, you know, yeah. they came down at some point and they were like, why are we flying back and forth? It's nice year, year yeah. round. That's what
2: we need, though. The big Get big, a
0: condo big. and
2: just Yeah, yeah. It Just, yeah. Can just you imagine they drive driving to work and there's a whole bunch of Bigfoot just blocking the street? And you're like, yeah, oh, I can't even hit them. That Boy, protected.
1: that would they became a protected species. <laughs> yeah. you can't even oh, I'd get love to, work. to do that in town. It's something I didn't get done. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I was busy fighting the battle to get things done and move the town forward. And uh, one of the things I wanted to do was see a Bigfoot on the water tower too. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that'd never be never cool. got to that point. Wow. wow,
2: yeah. You just need to call Shepherd, Ferry, not Shepherd Ferry, uh, Banksy. See if Banksy can come by and
0: do it in the dead <laughs> of the night. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, anything else you'd like? Uh, you, you've
1: got well, some we, stuff coming up. We've I want an event coming up. I got a uh, our, our con is April fifteenth uh, at Lakeland Culture Arts Center, which is kind of Caddy Corner across from the old house where the museum used to be. We're three hundred North Main. So if you're coming up here, there's some confusion on the websites and the. Uh, uh, I think Google's got us right. I think it's uh, Apple Maps has got us screwed up, Says so permanently closed instead yeah. of saying that we moved. I'm trying to get that fixed. It's this sure. all the battles you got to do? Yeah. Well, for $300, we'll do this. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, everyone's trying to make money off us. Yep. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, just reach out to us. Um, you know, my YouTube channel is under my name, Stephen Barcello, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-B-A-R-C-E-L-O-1-L. And uh, you can see we've got over yeah. 600 videos up there. We're trying to. I try to keep stuff going. I'm doing more now than once I'm retired from politics, too. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna keep on moving forward and bringing people to town yeah. and, and uh, working on the museum. We got murals coming up. Actually, I was looking nice. at Simon's yesterday. And cool. cool. Well, we'd like uh, to see some stuff here. Yeah, yeah. And we'll uh, give you the nickel tour, and yeah. actually, if you guys want, we can go around the corner. You guys didn't eat, so yeah. We're to have have Big foot yes. yeah have, we have a Bigfoot burger. Yeah, we have a Bigfoot burger at Littleton Food and Spirit around the corner. Daphne's Coffee Shop has Bigfoot cookies periodically. Nice. And this is great. secret. Don't tell anyone. But we have a brewery coming in, it's supposed to have a Bigfoot beer. Oh, nice. Well, that's great. So, yeah.
0: Well,
2: that's exciting. This, well, Yeah, I'm, this is great. I love all this. I've never is tried like Bigfoot.
1: Is it, is it gamey? Yeah, it's <laughs> usually yeah. mostly rump meat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. You don't want yeah. it too close to the anus. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, Although that
2: is country calamari. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> They're not well, big excited, on white. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, Steven, uh, do you like Steve or Steven? Doesn't Steven. matter. Yeah,
1: I've, I've been cold all kinds of shit. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Can't wait to see more of the museum. And uh, for those of you listening, I mean, definitely – uh, if you're in the area, we know our listenership goes all up and down the east. This is uh, in Littleton, North Carolina. It's not far from the border of Virginia. It's pretty accessible yeah, eight from i
1: 16 miles off I-95. Yeah, yeah beautiful so drive up on 401, Yeah, too. so, yeah, not if you're cool coming from houses.
0: Raleigh or Durham, it's a really nice drive. And uh, come up, check it out. It's, it's definitely worth it. And uh, so thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm still Justin.
2: I'm Shane. And this was Stephen Marcello. Perfect. Thanks. you. Peace.